Hello, 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 and welcome to the Anti-Racist Enneagram Podcast with Jessica Denise Dixon, where we look at life and healing at the intersections of the Enneagram, anti-racism, and embodiment for personal and collective liberation. Let's go. Not trying to get by. Trying to get by. I'm trying to get free. Happy New Year, friends. This, oh, we're moving on. We're moving on to my 2023 wishes for the head triad for the types who are um, either five, six, or seven. If you have not listened to the prior two episodes, go ahead and listen to those. Um, the head triad, sometimes called the thinking triad, the anxiety triad. Oh, this, this triad is really about taking in information, observing, um, processing data, um, you know, and kind of like shoring themselves up to make sure that they're not helpless. So, you know, it's taking in, it's what do I perceive is happening and how do I keep myself safe? Uh, yeah. All right, that's all I have to say about the head triad. So my general wishes for fives, sixes, and sevens for those who are in the head triad are that you would drop into your body and find stillness in your mind. The body is so important for all of us, <laughs> but because of how the head moves so fast, it can be really easy for people in the head triad to get caught up in their thoughts. So can you allow yourself to drop into your body to find a, a, a speed that's maybe a little bit truer so that you can actually find the stillness in your mind? My next wish for the head triad is that you would embrace the sufficiency present in each and every moment because it's there. <sighs> My next wish is that you would discover what you need and ask for it in your relationships. You know, sevens have this way of like, I just want to be content. I have needs. Oh, you're not going to meet them? Great. I'll meet them on my own. Fives have this way of withdrawing from everyone so that they can get their needs met and so that they're not depleted. You know, so it's important to know what you need and to not reactionarily kind of go just into whatever your type's reaction to that is. To, to know what you need and to actually look for that in your relationships and in your communities. Because there are people who want to meet your needs, who want you to be present in their lives, who want to give you, you know, what you want, who want to honor your boundaries. That's they, there are people who want that. <laughs> and then my, my next wish for people who are in the head triad is that you would recalibrate what enough really is do fives for fives what is enough information for sixes what are enough of the you know solutions for sevens what is enough around options explore that look at it and recalibrate around it 
So my 2023 wishes for Enneagram fives, my first wish is that you would connect deeply to your heart. So deeply. It is easy for fives to um, spend so much time in the mind thinking about things and just kind of leaving the heart aside. My next wish is that you would experience and distinguish between thinking your feelings and actually feeling your emotions. Thinking through your feelings is still in the head. Feeling your emotions drops you down into the heart and into the body. And that's important. My next wish for Enneagram 5 is you would focus on applying and integrating what you know into your nervous system knowing. So you know in your mind many things, but until your nervous system knows, for all of us, right, this is true, like until our nervous systems know, but you got to drop into the body fives, which leads me to my next wish is that you would spend more time in your body, whether that's doing yoga, whether that's taking a boxing class, um, spend, spend more time, whether it's walking, um, it's important for you. Um, my next wish is that you would find a hobby that's just for fun that has zero things to do with your competence. Maybe it's something that you actually just do because it seems fun or seems enjoyable. I know that feels probably really weird, but what are you doing that's just, you know, for fun? That's not about like your mental agility or your or your competence. See, see what that feels like. And then my last wish for the Enneagram five is that you would know that you are more than your competence. We love you for so many things. Your expertise is one of them, but who you are is so much more to us. And I, I pray that you would know that that's true for yourself. For Enneagram sixes, my first wish is that you would develop a closer relationship to your inner wise person. Your inner wise person who has been there right with you, develop a, a deeper relationship, a closer relationship with that person, that part of you that already knows the answers, that knows that even if you get it wrong, that you'll be okay and that you'll be able to pivot, you'll, that you'll be able to change lanes, that you'll be able to turn around, that you won't be helpless. My next wish for the Enneagram 6 is that you drop into your body to discern between what's the true threat in the moment versus some kind of generalized anxiety or worry. My next wish for the Enneagram six is that you would cultivate gratitude and peace. And I don't mean peace by like just ignoring all the things that are, <laughs> that are happening in the world. I mean, what does it look like for you to intentionally seek peace? And cultivated. It's not something that's going to come naturally. So how are you creating that? How are you cultivating it? My next wish for the Enneagram six is that you would celebrate a lot more. Sixes often go from, okay, this thing worked out next thing. No, spend some time just being in the joy and the pleasure and the celebration. My next wish for the Enneagram six is that you would use your ability to advocate, to help bring justice to the world. 
Sixes can be amazing advocates, amazing people within our communities. So my wish is that you would do that, that you would use that. My next wish for the Enneagram Six is that you would discern when your thinking is unproductive. When are you just in a kind of thinking loop, thinking through all that could go wrong and you it's hard to get out of it? How do you discern when enough is enough? Can you make that a practice? Then my last wish for the Enneagram Six is that you would honor that your anxiety is valid instead of rejecting that part of yourself. I have this theory. <laughs> I have this theory, friends, that many, many people, many more people are sixes than they would like to admit because if the type six is judged in our society, you should be most like a three in our society. I'm speaking specifically to the US, right? You should be more like a three and you should be less like a six. So let's just go into doing and let's not pause to um, look at what could go wrong or check in around it. You know, that future orientation of the three is kind of what's valued much more than other things like presence. <laughs> so it's important for you to honor that your anxiety actually is valid, that the things that you're worried about, they matter. They really do matter. And your ability to develop skill around communicating that and to actually tap into what the anxiety is, that's going to, that's going to be important. But you, you, you need to be honored. You need to be honored. You know, I think again, back to the mistyping people, I think a lot of sixes mistype as twos. Or those who have a seven wing, they mistype as sevens because they don't want to take on that aspect of um, being a six. But honestly, sixes, they keep us safe. I love sixes. So um, uh, a six who's actually doing their work, who is managing their anxiety, who is um, doing the work to be you know, flourishing like that to me, I'm like, oh, I need you. We need you actually. <laughs> for the Enneagram sevens, here are some of my wishes for you. My first wish for the Enneagram seven is that you would mindfully and intentionally plan rather than planning from what you are avoiding. I'm gonna leave that there. My next wish for the Enneagram seven is that you would trust that your grief is for your benefit and not to harm you. Your grief matters, the tenderness of your heart, all that you're avoiding in it. You know, I often find type sevens when they actually tap into their grief, they realize like grief has always been there. It's, it's always been there. It's just been like a companion. Maybe they've avoided it still, but grief is, it's here to put you in touch with your heart. So it is for you, not against you. My next wish for the Enneagram 7 is that you would find deeper presence with everything in front of you. You know, often the mind of the 7 goes to what's more pleasurable, what's more fun, what's more positive. But maybe deeper presence is just right here, 
Maybe you can actually find that in the place that you are now instead of looking for something else. My next wish for the Enneagram 7 is that you would run toward a practical vision rather than away from something. You know, sevens are often like avoiding, they're running from or running to something that's like footloose and fancy free, but not necessarily grounded in like a true reality. My next wish for the Enneagram seven is that you would choose to ground down into your body after you take your trips up into the clouds to vision and dream. You know, sometimes type sevens are just like hovering over the rest of the world, just dreaming, having vision. That's great. And can you ground it down into your body? And can you take the action that makes it happen? Not just the vision, but actually making it happen. That comes from being in your body. And my last wish for the Enneagram 7 is that you would cultivate your heart connection. It's so important. It's so important. Your heart matters. It matters to us. We don't just want you for what's positive. We want you for all that you are, all that you are, all that you are. So happy 2023 to all my types, but specifically the head triad. Um, you know, I tend to love each of the types are so, they're all so amazing. And the people I know of all the types are also incredible. Um, and so whatever your 2022 looks like, or maybe you're still reeling from 2020, <laughs> that's okay. Know that wherever you are, there's no rush. There's no push to be anywhere else. And if you do feel that pressure, that time pressure, you know, pressure from society, it's important to look and see where that's coming from, to examine your socialization, to look at, you know, what are the ways that we're being enculturated around our sense of self or where we should be? You know, a lot of those time pressures that we have around things are not necessarily biological. Sometimes they're taught as such, they're touted as such, but sometimes they're just internalized culture. So let's look ahead. Let's look toward a future. Let us honor where we are as well as honor our past. And let's make 2023 a year where we are more present than we've ever been, where we choose to drop down into our bodies, that we choose to be connected with our hearts. Often that means slowing down. Often that means recalibrating our nervous systems. And that is a good thing. All right. From love and for liberation, happy new year. I love you. I'm not trying to get by.